Hour number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk, Radio or Chant TV on a Balls McWednesday. Edging ever closer to a libations Friday we are. Yes, yes, I can taste a cold beer in my future. I can. Uh, I'm not yearning for one. I, uh, I've i been buttoned up most of the weeks these days, but I uh, did have a cold one with my good buddy Andy, the owner of Orange Theory Fitness. All kinds of great specials going on right now at Orange Theory Fitness. Check them out, two locations, one in Midtown, one on the north side there. Uh, you, can't, you can't go wrong. Science backed. It's all you need to hear, right? Works. Works. Um, I mean, look at these pecs. Jesus. Anyhow. Uh, Orange Theory Fitness. This is not seminal headlines. No, I know. So I did have a conversation with him, speaking of which, that uh, we both thoroughly enjoyed because we were, we were both kind of giddy. You you said it earlier today, too, and it's along these lines. You can feel the engine revving a little bit. You can feel things starting to get moving a little bit here. I'm starting to talk to folks about, oh, I can't, I can't go see you then. I'd, I'd love to meet up, but I can't. I'm going to be in Charlotte at the ACC kickoff. Well, well, we better do it before August because, you know, camp starts. And once camp starts, then you realize, then it, then it hits you. Then you feel that weight, but it's a good kind of weight. And you feel that weight that, oh, wait, June is basically over. Summer just started today. June is sayonara. That's it. Yeah, man. It's You've got your trips mostly mapped out. I know you're moving a couple things around I'm over the next a month. a few things around, yeah. I've got my next and final two until January. All done. Wow. And they occur between now wow. and the end of, well, I mean, scheduled out. I haven't experienced them yet. Yeah, but I, but yeah. Mm. I've got two before ACC kickoff, and then, you know, lesson learned from last year. December is for Warchant. It's not, there's no reason for the season except for <laughs> Warchant.com. <laughs> I say that to everybody anyhow. You know, like, well, that's good that it's your mom's birthday. Have you considered signing up for Warchant.com? Which, if you haven't, let's go. Sign up for Warchant.com. I get so mad when people say happy holidays to me. I say, <laughs> Warchant is the reason for the season. Stand down. Check it out. I was looking at flights. I want to surprise my kids and doing a, like a, like you get a discounted flight, something weird out of nowhere, and you come home, you're like, hey, it's 100 bucks to fly to Alaska this Friday at 2 p.m. only. Let's go to Alaska. I, I seriously do that. You you, you know how the airlines you ever been would, close? You ever been close to pulling the trigger? Yeah, well, I so I flew to Washington, the state of Washington, and then drove through Idaho into Montana, and we did that on Alaskan Airlines. And so now I'm in their system. So, you know, you can't – so you buy a ticket to anything, anywhere, you're now in that place's system. Even if you didn't sign up for the emails, you're going to get them. And then you have to unsubscribe, and I forget to unsubscribe and all that other stuff. So I rather like that Alaskan Airlines is forever letting me know, hey, if you were thinking about going to Fort Lauderdale or Fort Lauderdale to Seattle this weekend, we got you for $109. You're like, well, that's that's like almost free, guys. We could go. We could be in Seattle on Friday. Pretty cool. That's not bad. That's not bad. Let's workshop. We got to get down to Fort Lauderdale, but we can, we can, you know. That's for the golf tournament this year. We uh, gave away golf balls, JCS logo golf balls. They were, they are awesome. They are, th those are really cool gifts. So I get cold emails, so to speak, from the guy who sold them to me at golfballs.com, and they have the best intros. Like for example, pulling up last week's, 
Tom, the U.S. Open was a rousing success at Los Angeles Country Club. <laughs> Did you know that Peter Millar is now offering logoed gear? Put your custom logo uh-huh. on Peter Millar golf gear. Uh-huh. Thanks for the Open. As you know, the U.S. Open was a rousing success yeah. at Los Angeles Country <laughs> You're right. You're, you know what, sir? You are correct. What else do you have to say? Hey, so I'm going to move on from this very quickly because it is all over the news and I've already grown weary, even though I understand it's a sensitive deal because it involves people dying. But, you know, on on this show, Tom, well, they're not dead yet. We don't think they may be dead. Who knows? Uh, The folks that are in that uh, submergible there uh, by the Titanic, they that's a toughie. You know, I'm fascinated by people's deaths and how they meet their maker. This is right up the alley of the show. It is so perfect, though. I mean, man. What a sorry way to die. Because you wanted to get a closer look. I'm not blaming anybody, but you wanted to get a closer look at the Titanic. You could blame a couple of uh, entities here, for sure. But that said, I'm not getting into the billionaire who took his son or anything else. I don't care. Whatever. Choices. But what I'm saying, Tom, what I'm saying is that that there's a combination of the way that they're going to die if they're not dead already, that is, it's tough to take. Nobody wants to drown. Nobody wants to see their death coming. Oh, you got a whole mix of that. Nobody wants to suffocate. So even if you don't drown, let's say you're going to suffocate. Nobody wants to freeze to death. Freezing to death isn't good. Nobody wants to sit around thinking about how their death is looming, and they're going to get plenty of opportunities to do all that. Nobody wants to be in the pitch dark, unable to see a damn thing while you're sitting around waiting to die. Surrounded like sardines with everybody else. Holy moly, this way would suck. I'd be like, open the hatch. Let's call it a day, everybody. Open the hatch. I don't know if they can. (laughs) This is, what, are we going to sit here for a week? Open the hatch. Let's get crushed. (laughs) Let's implode. Let's do it right now. Open the hatch. Then be like, calm down, man. Can somebody shut him up? <laughs> you can just see it. Can we co-op that for the first day of camp? Open the hatch. Well, the first open, day the of ha- open the hatch. Open the hatch. <laughs> uh, Danny, don't you ever go down in there, one of those submersibles. Don't you do it. Danny's the owner-operator and superstar that is a partner of the Jeff Cameron Show. He and, of course... You're talking in Zaxby's Danny? Yeah. That's awesome. I'm don't him, you do don't it. Don't you go down there. You're a there. world traveler. Yeah. This don't, is a trip you don't want to take. Don't you do it. It'd be terrible. You get stuck down there, then what? There you are. There you are, stuck down there with these other a-holes, shoulder to shoulder, freezing to death, running out of air. You could say you've done it, but you won't be able to say it for long. No. And then what? Say you got back to the top. Mm-mm. Zaxby's, proud Golden Chief boosters for over 18 years, and that sandwich is something. That is, it is sizable. More importantly, it is delicious. Pickles galore if you want them. Split top bun. There it is. One of 77 Zaxby's locations near you, right here in Tallahassee. They're on every corner. Get you to a Zaxby's. You got a party, pool party coming up for the summer. Platters. Parties, platters. The platter. It's just you're done. That's it. The job is over. Everybody's <laughs> happy. You Sorry. order the platter. You pick it up. You're done. 
P. Simpson, you win again. Worst song ever made. That's right. I'd crank it up. Now you really want me to open the hatch, don't you? It was always burning. Here we you're go. Like, you're crying. You, you turn it into a minor chord, and it turns into a sad version of the song. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's it. Open the hatch. Use it for when we start. Anyhow, I'm already tired of that story. Promo Again. code open the hatch. That'll be good. We'll use it for something. We'll do it. Maybe we'll have some shirts to give away or, or to have people buy. <laughs> you know, if you, you had get a discount like for a, open a, the hatch, the hatch of a sub opening up. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got half of your cartoon head smiling, poking out. Oh, that's a good shirt. Yeah. Open the hatch. Open the hatch is right, though. I would. I'd be like, guys, they're not finding us. Did you buy and open they the hatch? They would have shirt? already found us by now. This is ridiculous. On the chat, Twitter, would you buy and open the hatch shirt? Maybe we could launch one. Would you rather be in that thing, just sitting there waiting to die, or floating on the surface out in the middle of nowhere by yourself? Honestly, I'm going to go, I'll keep the hope alive. In the submersible? In the submersible. There is no hope on the surface. You're done. So we could fly over. Needle, needle in a haystack. <laughs> I just need him to fire up that Logitech remote control so that I can get back to the surface. Yeah. The, the game controller. I, I always think like the people that are floating out in the ocean. Oh, my God. I am transfixed by the USS Indianapolis. You can read every account. It's, a, it's crazy. You survive the explosion. You survive the oil all over you. It's burning. And now here you are. You've made it. What have you done? You would have been better off getting blown to bits. Now you're just floating in the damn ocean waiting to get eaten by a shark for days while you watch your friends get eaten. And you get to hear them scream. No. No, sir. Rather hear them scream than we didn't start the fire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So since we've been a little bit off the rails to start the hour, I'll keep it here. Off the rails. All right. I got asked this question on Twitter. It is a Jeff Cameron Show PR firm special. The best part of the story isn't the story, which is a good story, and it makes you laugh. But the best part of the story is this quote from the dude who got busted. This guy might might be a sociopath. He's certainly not an expert in PR. Headline reads, husband of Stephen F. Austin women's bowling coach quits after his affair with a student athlete. All right. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Now listen to this carefully, Tom, so you can hear from which the the, the quote derived. Right? It, it matters. This is this is incredible. We've gone to solo camp. All right. Here we go. An assistant woman's bowling coach at Stephen F. Austin is out of a job after the university discovered that he cheated on his wife, who's the team's head coach. So he's the assistant coach. His wife is the head coach at Stephen F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin assistant, Stephen Lemke, opted to resign rather than be fired after the school learned of the affair with a student athlete, which led to a split with his wife. One, one would guess. Quote, Was he's, it a 7-10 split? Well played, sir. He's not working here anymore said Athletic Director Ryan Ivey. Okay. From a departmental standpoint, he had a choice. He chose to resign. The 38-year-old Lemke, 
who's married to the head coach, Amber Limpke. So you have Stephen Limpke here, Steve Limpke and Amber, Amber Limpke. Now these two bowling uh, savants, and how do I know that? They ruled a dominant bowling campaign for the last three years. Two national titles and two runner-ups. They are an unbeatable team, just about. It's the Patty Gasso and husband of uh, bowling. The 38-year-old Limke, who's married to head coach Amber Limke, helped coach the team to two national titles, two second-place finishes before resigning. The couple has since filed for divorce, according to court records. The newspaper did not identify the student-athlete involved, but reported that she was a member of the bowling team. Mm, sir. Ivy said that although the relationship was consensual, Lemke and the student violated the university's relationship rules. Steve Lemke was reached for, for, <laughs> for comment. Now, Steve, as the Jeff Cameron Show PR firm would advise here, we hang up the phone. We're not answering any questions. So he at took this the point. call. He took the call. He took the call. That's mistake number one. You come to me for the JCS PR firm, and I'm telling you now, we're not taking that call, Steve. Nothing good can come from this call. Put the phone down, Steve. Steve, put it down. Nobody wants to hear your side of it. You cheated on your wife, who's the head coach, who brought you in as an assistant with one of her bowlers. My guess is, rightfully, that she's probably not a 35-year-old student athlete. So you cheated on your wife with, like, a 19-year-old, and my man, she's on the team. She had a 207 average. So he violated the university's relationship rules. Steve said his wife learned of the relationship because she saw text messages on his phone. Jesus, man, has nobody learned anything from Tiger Woods? Has nobody learned? You can't willy-nilly if you're a philanderer. If this is what you do, you can't leave your phone around. If you're texting with, you know, the person you're cheating with, you can't have it sitting out on the coffee table as you doze off. Tiger learned a very valuable lesson. Many a man has been caught that way, and if that's your cup of tea. Now, again, I'm not getting into all that. I'm just saying he knows he's cheating with this girl. What are you doing? Put your phone in your pocket, dude. Get a burner. Do something. Quote, he goes on to answer more questions, Tom. Oh, sure. I'll take your, come on. Anything else you want to ask me? Yes. Were you aware that it was against university policy? Quote, well, I knew it was kind of a no-no. <laughs> How casual is this guy? He wanted to get caught, Tom. Yep. My man left yep. that phone there for a reason. Mm -hmm. He probably put it next to her side of the bed, right where the lamp is. Here you go. Ooh. Oh, what's that you're reading? <laughs> I knew it was kind of a no-no. But there's not a rule. There's not a rule saying it can't happen. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yes, argue he's arguing with the firing. He's now complaining about it. There's not a rule saying it can't happen. There's, there's not a law. There's not a law saying I'm going to go to jail for this. He goes on, continues to talk himself <laughs> into this corner. 
and says, look, there's nothing in stone. <laughs> he wants to die on this hill. My man. He went on to say, I guess it's just an ethics code or something like that. I know the university frowns upon it, but there's no rule and no law has been broken. And by the way, I know my wife has been messing around with the Brunswick rep <laughs> for years. So you're damn right. You're damn right I volunteered that information. Oh, I'm kind of kind of coming over to this guy. I'm liking, I'm liking him. He's a scumbag, but he's like, I am who I am. What do you want to know? Yeah. It's like the drug addict who's like, yeah, I like cocaine. What of it? Well, you know, I mean, what? No, I like it. I'm not hurting anybody. Okay. I choose it. Okay. I got gotcha. you. It chose me. Yeah. What do you want me to do? I don't lie about it. You got any on you? So, I mean, like that. <laughs> I knew it was kind of a no-no. <laughs> yes. Uh, the wife was reached. The head coach was reached for comment. And she said that um, she's filed for divorce. Please tell me that he was smoking a cigarette laughing as he said that. Well, I knew it was. I don't know, no, no. <laughs> but have you seen her? <laughs> huh? I mean, take a look. Lane four. You know how fun it is to watch her bowl? Mm-hmm. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, or Chan TV. Hey guys, our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it quite literally every single day. I began using AG1 because I'll be honest with you, I don't like to take a bunch of pills and vitamins and I just wanted something that tastes great, was quick and easy to remember. So I do it. I do it every morning when I wake up. I certainly have it right after my coffee and before I work out. And I will tell you this too, it is... Um, a simple, effective investment for your health. You can try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash JCS. Again, that's go to, all you got to do is go to uh, drinkag1.com slash JCS. That's drinkag1.com slash JCS. Check it out. It's delicious. It's quick. It's easy. It's proven. Vitamins, probiotics. Whole food source nutrients. Start your day with it. You'll feel better. I promise. Jeff Kimber Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio or Chat TV. That's the great Fishbone, who I saw in Tampa Theater many, 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 many moons ago. That would be the 80s. <laughs> wow. Wow. Florida on top of TCU, 2-1 to one in the first, because of course they are. Cubs 6, Pirates 3. We're going to get swept by the Cubs for the second time in seven days. The dream is over, Tom. Boy, you're in a good mood to start this segment. The dream is over. Well, runners at first and third for the Buckos down three. We'll see. We'll see. Man. Went from the uh, penthouse to the outhouse in a hurry, did, uh, did my Pirates. Kind of always figured that was coming. How well do you remember Clark Hagens? Zero percent. It's weird. I'm glad you said that. I felt bad when I read that story. He's deceased. Died at the age of 46. 46? That was confirmed today. 
Now, why did I feel bad? Well, you know, like to see somebody die at 46, and I don't know the circumstances, and it was less the human interest story and more of this, Tom, at least from me. Former Steelers outside linebacker and Super Bowl champion Clark Higgins died at the age of 46, a team spokesperson confirmed Wednesday morning. No cause of death was disclosed. He was a fifth-round pick by the Steelers out of Colorado State. That was in the 2000 NFL draft. He spent eight years in Pittsburgh, started alongside Joey Porter on a team that beat the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl in 06, and I don't remember him in the slightest. He was a starter on the team that won the damn Super Bowl. One of the great Super Bowls in history. How do we not know that? No, that wasn't a good Super Bowl. Oh, you're so, oh sorry. You're saying Pittsburgh Seattle and Seattle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh and Seattle. You're, you're thinking of the Patriots. He was on the, uh, he was on the Arizona team. Mm. On yes. the other side of the Super Bowl, yeah, that was, was one the, of yeah. the greats. That's right. But neither of us remember him no. playing it no. down a football. And he was on two really good teams. One that, you know, won the damn Super Bowl. He played alongside Joey Porter. How do I not know this guy? This is probably one of the in-the-cut players that when you're an NFC fan, you just don't know from the AFC. AFC? It's got to be. He had a sack in the game. Had five tackles in the Super Bowl. The one against Seattle? Yes, yeah, Matt no. Hasselback. No. wouldn't remember that. That was a forgettable playoff. It was, it was a terrible game. And it was a terrible game. Also, that was the night I swore off uh, Yingling the entirety of my life. You should have done that earlier. Well. But from that point forward. It was relatively early in the process, if you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> but he had a party for the Super Bowl. Every single keg had Yingling. Ugh. But my man, I, again, talk about feeling bad. I mean, we do this for a living. My man had 332 tackles, 32 and a half sacks, 12 forced fumbles, was on a Super Bowl winner and started for five years, and I don't know who he is. He, he, again, unfortunately, he's deceased now, but good Lord, man, that rarely happens, honestly. Very rarely when we're in the world of sports, do you, you know, you'll see a name that you hadn't thought of in a long time. You might read a guy's name, you're like, oh, my God. I hadn't thought of him in 18 years. He was a pretty good player for Benito the Dolphins. Benito Santiago. Yeah, like oh, like, my God. Right. Every now and again. It does happen more with baseball. The other night, Jose Lean came up, and I was like, oh, my goodness, Chico Lean, the Pittsburgh Pirates. How about that? I hadn't thought about you in forever. You know? I mean, it's it's weird how that happened. Yeah, there was a guy uh, who's hired to be an assistant for the Rangers, New York Rangers, this week. His name is Michael Pekka, and he played for the Sabres forever. And the Islanders, very good player, good defensive forward. Right. So I like to play a game when I see a name that I haven't thought of in a while. Oh, man, he must have scored 400 goals and whatever. He scored 180 goals. <laughs> He's just kind of a good, okay player, good defensive player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I thought he was a lot better than that. But that's what usually happens. You're like, oh, yeah. And if they have four teams they played on, you can name two at least. Right. Maybe three. Maybe three, right. Get a cup of coffee with the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, do uh, you see this? I brought this up on headlines yesterday. I'm going to read this now for the JCS audience who didn't hear it. Corey was debating whether or not to miss the first day of school and take Brady to see the Angels play the Braves. And the thought being that, you know, you're going to get to see two Hall of Famers, one for sure and one who's well on his way. And I said, no, take him to the game. Because it's not just, like, it's not just that you're going to go see an all-star player. You're going to see, this term is used too much these days as a descriptor, but I think it's true in this case. You're going to see a unicorn. You're going to see something that you will never, in all likelihood, see again. And these are the stats. For the, Tom's heard it, but here, for those of you that don't know this, 
currently. This is a list of the Angels team leaders. All right, you ready? Runs, Otani. Hits, Otani. Home runs, Otani. Walks, Otani. RBIs, Otani. Stolen bases, Otani. Batting average, Otani. On base percentage, Otani. Slugging percentage, Otani. OPS, Otani. Wins, Otani. ERA, Otani. Strikeouts, Otani. This is ridiculous. You're never going to see this again. This, it's not the triple crown. It's that, the Bohica crown. It's I'm the greatest baseball player to ever live crown. Like, good God, man. That's absurd. Leading baseball on home runs. Shohei Atani leads the Angels in runs, hits, homers, walks, RBIs, stolen bases, average, on-base percentage, slugging, OPS, wins, ERA, and strikeouts. <laughs> I, I never really thought we'd see that again. I do wonder this, though, on a serious note. It'd be good. There have always been, and I can think of Buster Posey here and other athletes that have come through here, there have been baseball players that could do both, that could pitch and hit and could play multiple positions. Usually, by the time they get to the bigs, they're not allowed to do it. They'll get a spot start at a position that they've played in college or in AAA or AA before, but they're never really allowed to utilize their talents all over the field. And if you're in high school, if you're your team's best athlete, you probably pitched, you probably played shortstop, you probably, you know, all those things, right? But you also probably ran track, probably played football, probably played basketball. Chances are you were all stating a couple of those things, right, when you're an elite athlete. But by the time you get to the bigs, they don't, they don't do it. The burden they thought over the years was too much. You know, that's why it was always such a big deal that Babe Ruth's record in the World Series as a pitcher was impressive and that his ERA was impressive. But the bulk of why he's known is obviously all of the uh, record-breaking offensive stats because over time they stop letting him pitch. They just let him concentrate on hitting. But we haven't seen. I mean, this is something to behold. The closest example, and it's not even close, is Rick Ankiel. Right, with the Cardinals. And yeah. Rick Ankiel came up, and he could really hit. Uh, and then he went mental on the mound, and he just had to turn into an outfielder. But And I remember the playoff game in which he went mental, and he was just bouncing the ball over and over and over again. Against the Mets. Yeah. That was hard to watch, by the way. No, it wasn't. Well, but I'm saying watching a guy. It's the Cardinal, come on. I know. I hate the Cardinals. But watching a guy implode and like forget how to play is, is hard to watch. But yeah, Rick Ankeel, he you know, and then he had to make something of a career, and he did as an offensive player. But he was an average offensive player, so it just it was. I mean, this is here's the thing. This guy isn't just pitching and playing in the field. He's like the best at it, in both regards. It's silly. I miss Fat Jameis too, Ryan. Those segments are funny. The picture of him. Holding the glove up, big cheeks poking out the side. Uniform barely containing him. Yeah, I want his NFL career to tank so he can give it a go in baseball. Go back and pitch. Yeah. Then take a photo next to Pedro because they both have similar builds. <laughs> well, Pedro's much smaller. Much smaller, yeah. No, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, They've yeah, got yeah. their chunky look and then they've got their skinny look. My favorite is when Pedro arrives on the set of MLB Network, and you never know from year to year, is this a year where he's keeping it together, yeah. or is this a year he's let it go? It's been a good year for him. Yes. He's gotten it back together. A couple of years year. ago, my man was a tank. I was like, oh, Pedro, it is very obvious you have money. <laughs> You're not missing the delectable <laughs> drink 
food item, you name it, pastry, he's he's getting it on the way in. Um, but yeah, so and and I'll, I I will say this in regards to Jameis's football career, he was playing well before he got hurt, and then he breaks his back. He's had two really unfortunate circumstances in New Orleans. The the knee obviously against the Bucks. Uh, he was having a good season. Yeah. He'd cut down on all the turnovers. They were he was doing what they asked of him. Um, he had that great fourth quarter comeback. He, you know, he had had some moments there where you got a glimpse of the elite level play that he's capable of. And then the broken back, what are you gonna do? The question is, does he become the modern day Ryan Fitzpatrick? Where he just hangs around because the talent is there. He's yep. smart. He's football smart for sure. Guy in front of him gets hurt. He goes on a four and one run and he's the toast of the town. Takes over the job, goes three and three. See, I I think it's entirely possible that the curtain call for Jameis is, is has yet to be uh, played out. I think, I know that he waved the white flag. You're right, P. Simpson, by taking that deal to be a backup in New Orleans. That was really strange. I thought it was too, but you know when you've had back to back injuries, and prior to that, the thought was that you're exciting, but you turn it over too much. At some point, you know, at that point, you're talking about back-to-back-to-back years where people are like, I don't know what I'm getting. So so they weren't going to invest. But there's, I, you know what I know. There's a good year in there. There's a couple of good years in there. There's yeah. He's going to sneaky get on somebody's roster in a year or two and, and win the job. There's also proper situation and a good second chapter of the career there, that's, not that, just a moment. Right. Yeah. I think so, too. But it's the NFL, and that's very difficult to find. A lot of good quarterbacks— a lot of good coaches get fired. Yeah. A lot of good quarterbacks never materialize. As long as he's not seeing ghosts, and I don't think he is. No. As long as he's not seeing ghosts, then I think he'll get another opportunity. I'm rooting for him, too. I, I think it's there. I agree with you. I think he'll have a year where we're like, oh, there it is. There, There's the 4,000-plus-yard Jameis. I think the key will be, can he do that? Will he do that? Does he find the right landing spot? And and get into a situation where he can throw for thirty three touchdowns and sixteen interceptions and four thousand plus yards and and get a second chance and then sustain that you know, I think it has to be if he's going to get a, a real shot at starting it has to be through injury ahead of him on the depth chart though I don't know that it's by default he can have a good run for three games with New Orleans because Carr goes down and somebody says we're going to turn the keys over to you Jameis mm-hmm. I think it has to be almost a Carr would go down. He elevates, and they say, oh, we've got the right guy here. He was just our backup. But I don't know that it could be the other way anymore. This offseason yeah, yeah. was it. This offseason was it. To have a 50-50 battle that they would turn to you for. I, I would have liked to have would have seen it. I would have liked to have seen it. But we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio, and War Chant TV. It's Jeff Cameron Show. It's also the first day of summer. Man, I have a bad feeling about this summer, Tom. A bad feeling? In what way? I don't know why. It just feels like it's going to be exceptionally warm, exceptionally humid, really annoying. That rain in the middle of the day, you walk outside to do something, there's the steam rising up. You're like, man. That was always going to happen, but it feels like it's kicking in later, which means it's going to bleed into October. Bleed into the fall. Don't like it. I don't like it. For last hour. It's officially summertime, so why are you still trying to get that pool into shape? Let's go. There's nothing wrong with asking for a little help from our friends at Terry's Pool Service. Your family is expecting to see a backyard paradise, and calling Terry's Pool Service will save your pool. Check them out. 
Terry's Pool, terryspools.net, terryspools.net. You can also give him a call if you want. 850-580-7334. You'll never know when you're going to need him. I'll tell you this. Recently, I helped out uh, Mr. Lang here at his house with his uh, cats. They're wonderful cats. I like them both. Anyhow, I went over to help them out, and I watched a baseball game. And you know what I did while I was watching that baseball game? I had a nice cold beverage watching the uh, the game, and then I walked out onto the patio because I wanted to get a good look at the pool. And Terry's pools have done wonders for Mr. Lang. That pool was pristine. It looks was, good. It looks incredible. Good job. I sat out there for a good hour and a half. You know the sad thing? I haven't been in yet. You haven't been in the pool? No. I haven't been in. There was a window about a week where I could have gotten in there, and now it's raining every day. And As long as it's not light, it's like, been lightning is your problem. I but, love being in the pool when it rains. Correct, but it's the lightning, and then it keeps the temperature way down because that's a deep-ass pool. So it's it's quite chilly. So we'll get in there starting next week, though. It looks like 90s are back next week, so that's when we're hopping in. Uh, five-star safety, K.J. Bolden, saying that Florida State, well, I'll just read you the quote about his visit. It was great. Coach Norvell, the staff, Coach Sertan, Coach Fuller, they all show me great love up here. I definitely feel welcome here every time I come up. They always meet me at the door every time. They definitely rose their chances with me when I came down here. Definitely liking the school a lot right now for sure. FSU is a top five school. The fifth-ranked player in the country also went on to say that um, he's excited to come back and do his official visit during a game. I mean, you all know Florida State's my dream school, so even though they've started recruiting me like later on down the road, the love I have for the school couldn't go away. i definitely going to come down here again, probably going to be back for an official during the season. Might come back for the Miami game. Please do. Please do. That's good on two fronts. Number one, atmosphere. Number two, it's in November. Or as we like to call it around here, November. Number three, probably going to beat that ass. Probably going to beat that ass. Everybody's excited for the season. I'm very excited for the season, and we're all looking to that LSU game. But I got to tell you, it never is lost on me when we're on the cusp of beating Miami yet again. This would be for a third straight time, and that would be a new streak. This is a streaky series. We have a lot of payback to commence with. 45-3 was just the start. The manhandling, the ragdoll throwing and humiliating. The Chris Macking. It was just criminal what was done to Miami down there in front of those fans who were eager, eager to hit the exit midway through the third quarter. All hope was indeed lost. There were no comebacks on this fateful night. You're going to sit there and take this ass kicking is what you're going to do. You take it again up here in Tallahassee. I believe a term I heard from a certain coach unnamed was that they'd helped us out a little bit there <laughs> when it comes to us running the same concept over and over and over again. Well, it, they quit, and they quit early. That was a real early period in the game to just decide to give it up. Guys, this is the first date. I mean, we you got you to gotta make them work a little bit here. That was over. Up top, touchdown, stop, touchdown. Thanks for playing, bitches. Now we're going to run on every play, and you're going to wear it. It was, that might be my favorite game in the series. 
It's that, got, it was emasculating. It was, yes, because it would be like you're at Cape Kennedy or whatever they call it now, and there's mission control, and you guys are going Canaveral? through Canaveral. That's old school calling it Cape Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But you go through the final check, and there's maybe 50 stages. Go, go, go. And it's stage two. You know, where it go, stage one, ball's kicked off. All right. Tim, over at the uh, this desk, <laughs> we, we've got a problem. Guys, Whoa. we're going to have to shut it down. Yeah. This is, this is not a go. Houston, we are not a go. I've got a fault light. And we don't have anything. Yeah, they, they. You don't get that very often. Houston, it's fourteen to three. Typically, you get that sort of um, sort of combustible combination of quit, being thoroughly outplayed, longing, hope, withering. All that doesn't usually combine unless one of the teams is very good and the others on probation. <laughs> That's usually how that works. In this series, when you get those kinds of lopsided events, 47 to nothing, where you're like, oh, well, you know, I mean, listen, they're, they've been docked several scholarships. You know, they've won two games this year. It ain't going to be much of a game. Doesn't usually happen in that situation. This was our version of, if you remember, I think it was under Al Golden, there was a Clemson-Miami game, which Miami started something on the field before kickoff, mm. and the game was over within a quarter. So the bark was there before the game started, and then there was nothing. Nothing. For the actual 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were proven to be fraudulent. We had one one score, one stop, and you knew it. We, I think we did the watch-along. Was it you and me? Yeah, well, that was, it was a celebratory moment. We had a blast. Hmm. Let's do some uh, probables. Before we start, I want to thank my friends at uh, Power Mill, Power Mill Training Academy, Academy, if I can say the word, powering performance. Uh, they equip, they motivate athletes. Athletes focused on baseball, athletes focused on softball. They are given the specific tools to reach your potential. 45 years of experience, 2,000-plus alumni, 27 major leaguers. Uh, and it's not just for elite players. It's also for uh, beginners and people who just want to get the most out of the experience of playing softball and baseball. They do have camps all summer long as well. So develop those strong fundamental skills. Make the game more fun for your youngster. Do so this summer at Power Mill Sports. Go to PowerMillSports.com to learn more, if you would. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? The Pirates are never going to win another game. On and on we go. Getting tattooed by the sorry-ass Cubs, 8-3 in the 8th. Kyle Hendricks, Rich Hill. 5-3 Cincinnati, maybe they'll never lose another game, my goodness. They uh, lead the Rockies, Andrew Abbott, Jake Bird. Royals, Tigers, they're in the seventh. It is 5-2 Detroit. Brady Singer, Matthew Boyd, Mets, Strohs, Tommy. This is turning into a long season. Turning into. Tyler McGill on the hill for the Mets. They trail 2-0 in the second. Christian Javier on the hill for the Astros. D-backs, Brewers, that game's going on as well. Nothing, nothing in the third. Zach Gallon, Julio Tehran. Cardinals and Nationals, Miles Mikolas. Yes. Trevor Williams. Braves, Phillies, A.J. Smith, Schauber. Aaron Nola. Mariners, Yankees, Luis Castillo, Johnny Brito. A's, Guardians, Paul Blackburn, and Gavin Williams. Gavin Williams making his first start of the year. Red Sox, Twins, Garrett Whitlock, Sonny Gray. Whitlock. Whit. Whit. 
Rangers, White Sox, Martin Perez, Michael Kopech, Dodgers, Angels, TBD, Shohei Atani. Hey, that guy's good. Padres, Giants, Hugh Darvish, Ryan Walker, Orioles, Rays. That's already happened. Who won that damn game? Why is it not on the screen, Tom? I can't find it anywhere. You'll have to tell me. Seven to two Rays. Ira is. is 30 miles outside of Tallahassee. Tyler Wells, Taj Bradley, Blue Jays, Marlins, Kevin Gosman, Sandy Alcantara, and that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. It's a 2-2 ball game in Houston. Tied it up. Oh, hey. Noel Dad, when does Robbie Ray pitch again? He's done for the year. Robbie Ray! Hey! Yeah, done for the year. Uh... Didn't Clemson beat them 59 to nothing that day? You may be right. I think that's entirely accurate, yeah. Um, those are wonderful moments. Those are wonderful moments. Uh, but 45-3 to three in their place in prime time. I had, the, uh, I had the sense going into that game, Tom, that you know we'd get a good result. But I was a little nervous. I mean, because it, it, it matters when you're good and you're playing well that you got to get a win. And whew. That was a that was like two wins right there. Is what that was. Dalvin Cook grateful for his time in Minnesota. On he goes. He tells Adam Schefter, "I'm out." June 9th uh, was the time that made him a free agent. Now it's revealed certainly he will not be back. There's all of that good stuff. Quote: It was something that I kind of anticipated coming out of the season. I anticipated the move happening because the personnel and the way they were trying to take the team and get things done. Um, So just so you know, Dalvin Cook has rushed for nearly 6,000 yards. He's scored 52 touchdowns in his career. He's gone to the Pro Bowl four times. He has no ill will or bad feelings towards the Vikings. Quote, the relationship between me and Kevin O'Connell, the head coach, Quezzy, the GM, all of us, it's all love. I appreciate them for coming in and being the people that they were and asking and making sure that Dalvin Cook, the person, was okay every day that I walked into the building. They made sure of that. They're good people. So where do you think he goes? The Jets? Man? He said something to the effect of he really wants to play with Nuke Hopkins. So that could be New England. That would be strange. Yeah. um, He went on to say, look, I'm a three-down back. I can run the ball outside zone, inside zone, whatever you need me to do. He's been really good. He's been really good. He's 99th in NFL history in all-time rushing yards already. It's pretty cool. Top 100 rusher all-time. Yeah, he – so you think about this. He's got – I mean, he hadn't had a ton of injuries. He's built, you know, to handle – I mean, he has had injuries. I shouldn't say he hasn't had injuries. He's had injuries. But nothing devastating. Nothing where, like, oh, man, it's been a year and a half. Dalvin Cook's been rehabbing this. You know, you know, not like that. And his injuries have been with the shoulder mainly, the upper body. And he's always had that problem. Yep. Dating back to Jimbo Here. saying you're yeah. just going to have to toughen just up at some point. tolerance, yeah. But the shoulder's been the problem. The reason I bring that up is, like, if it's a knee or an ankle or an Achilles or something, like, you can see the career winding down. But there's no reason to think he can't play for another five, six years, and those totals will be really high. 
I'd love to see him in Miami just because of the openings in that offense that he will have by nature of the two pass catching threats. That is a loaded offense. They just the quarterback is going to be the question for the Dolphins. But if you put Dalvin in the mix, he's going to have a lot of yardage without a whole lot of contact because of the the threat of the pass game. Yeah, uh, that that is a that's a fun division. Um about time. It was a boring division for 20 years. I will say the the biggest question mark in Miami isn't just the quarterback, uh, but a certain star receiver who's now under investigation on allegations of assault and battery at a Miami Beach marina. Hey, shocking. Tyreek Hill was violent towards another human being. You don't say. Piece of garbage. Maybe that's what the lead with with Wake Up War Chant tonight at 6 p.m. on War Chant TV. <laughs> 6 o'clock tonight, War Chant TV, Wake Up War Chant. Those boys are good. It'll be fun. Tune in, will you? We'll be back with you tomorrow. Good work, Tom. Be well, everybody. Thanks for listening. Peace.